The South African National Roads Agency and Trans-African Concessions are currently running multiple infrastructure projects on the N4. Now, these include upgrading the Karina intersection at the Northern Bypass, the rehabilitation of the pavement in the Emalathini area, the Belfast Machado Road rehabilitation, as well as the Cup Maiden to Kalrich upgrade. So tonight, we are joined by Sunrolls General Manager of Communications to just chat about this a bit further. Welcome to the show, Vusi Mona. Thank you very much. Good evening to you and good evening to your listeners. Now, briefly, uh, could you just take us through Sunrolls mandate and how it would tie into toll concessions track? Our mandate with Sunrise is to is to plan, uh, design, uh, construct, um, uh, maintain, finance, and manage the national road network in South Africa. We have seven hundred and fifty thousand kilometers. Mm. Not all of those are the national road network. Of that seven hundred and fifty thousand, we are responsible for about twenty-two thousand kilometers. That's what we call the National uh, Road Network, very strategic uh, part of the entire road system in South Africa. Mm. So and uh, how we mm. come into toll concessions, um, you know, bringing, because, I mean, toll concessions is about really bringing the private sector to help government uh, to deliver roads. Mm. How we come into it uh, as Sunwell, Um not in all instances will you find that there is enough money in the national purse in the first class uh, to enable us to build roads. Mm. And a bit of history on the N4 will actually illustrate that. When we started bringing the private sector to help us build this road, it was just shortly after the 1994 election. Mm. The country was facing a lot of um, social welfare backlogs. Uh, we had to give people access to education, to pensions, um, to health. And, and we all know that South Africa, um, you know, when we came in in 1994, uh, we inherited a bankrupt state. Mm. That is often forgotten. So there was no money right, to build uh, this uh, uh, route. Uh, that was very strategic because it leads us to map to Mozambique. Mm. The same applies to Mozambique, by the way. They just come out of civil war, mm. right? Um, and they didn't have the money to develop uh, that road from the Dibombo border to, to the harbor, to the port. And the vision uh, by former President Nelson Mandela and his counterpart, Joaquin Chisano, was we needed to develop, you know, the N4 so that we could promote trade. But the problem was both governments did not have money. Mm. Right. So we went to the capital markets and we said, look, uh, let's bring in the private sector to lay the capital so that, you know, we can deliver the infrastructure much quicker than we would had um, we waited for the port to fill up. Uh, and that's how we, you know, we are bringing in um, concessions. We, we are using this tool to enable government to deliver road infrastructure much quicker than it would if we all had to go in queue at Treasury cap in hand and, and ask for money. Mm. 
Now, I've mentioned, obviously, that there's quite a bit of work being done on the stretch of the N4 within the province. There is the Karina intersection, uh, the rehabilitation in the Emalasini Middleburg area, as well as the Belfast Machado rehabilitation, not forgetting Cup Made and Tukalrach. So how far are all these projects, and can we anticipate them being completed anytime soon? Yes, we are, we are well on track mm. uh, to delivering this infrastructure within the next couple of months, notwithstanding you know, the delays we've had because of uh, uh, COVID-19. Mm. I think in the, the first one, there were issues in terms of stakeholder involvement, there were disruptions. We've since uh, resolved uh, all those issues. Uh, the Karina Interchange, for example, will be completed uh, by this coming November. Uh, and it's going to bring a lot of relief to motorists who are using that interchange. Mm. Uh, the Belfast one, we are also expecting that very soon uh, in 2020, early 2022, we should be able uh, to see uh, the completion of that uh, project. And as I say, back, we are anticipating that by March 2022, that should be done. Uh, good news is that the Cat Maiden 1, uh, Cat Maiden to Kalrech upgrade should be done by this coming August, August 2021. So we are well on our way to completing this. And for those of you who've just tuned in, it is Taking Care of Business on Rise FM, and we're chatting to Sunroll's General Manager of Communications, Vusimona, on the N4 roadway projects that are currently underway in the province of Mpumalanga. Um, you've, you've mentioned that we, we obviously had to deal with the pandemic and um, the disruptions in the Belfast Machado area, which uh, caused a couple of work stoppages over the past uh, year. Um, how has Sandra then, with obviously Track and 4, managed then to minimize the impact of the disruptions, considering that you are on track and you are expected to finish in time? You know, when it comes to disruptions uh, that are caused by communities, Sandra, mm. uh, we have learned our lessons very well in the past. Um, you cannot walk into a community and impose a project. Mm-hmm. You've got to engage people, you know. Um, our philosophy now is that we don't build infrastructure for the people. We build it with the people. And it is through, you know, a concerted effort in stakeholder engagement, uh, meeting the municipalities, meeting the local business chambers, talking to the communities, understanding you know, their demands and where they come from, explaining where ourselves are coming from, mm. uh, explaining our commitment um, to local participation and local empowerment, that we have managed to find each other. Um, we, you know, after the stoppage that happened last year, uh, we had a discussion, we did a thorough stakeholder engagement and mm. came uh, to a, 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 a conclusion that the project needed to go ahead, to mm. find a, a memorandum of understanding, and we're very thankful you know, to the stakeholders, you know, who made, who made it possible for us to resume work. Um, so, yeah, it was through, you know, um, very uh, concerted attempts mm. to understand the needs of the local community, uh, I mean, communities, and be seen to be addressing those that we've managed to um, resume uh, construction. Mm.
So uh, beyond these engagements and the resolutions met there, uh, how are the Mpumalanga communities being prioritized during the construction phase of the N4 uh, project? And how many local people uh, or companies can we anticipate to benefit? Um, at some point, you know, uh, before I answer that question, mm. we, we have a policy, a transformation policy, and it is informed by um, the procurement uh, laws of this uh, country. Every project now that we roll out, we require the main contractor to subcontract 30% of the value of the contract uh, to local uh, uh, participants. And we are thankful that you know, our stakeholders in construction understand why we are doing this. We need to empower people. We need to bring small players in construction into the mainstream. And we can only do so, you know, if you give people uh, experience, you give them an opportunity to participate uh, in these major projects. And, and we have seen that happen with the, uh, the four projects we are doing along there. And four in the Belfast Machado Road Rehabilitation um, we've had 21 local, small, medium, and micro enterprises, uh, which we appointed, you know, and uh, we've had about 300 jobs, job opportunities created uh, for the locals. Uh, so the locals are benefiting. Um, in the Carino interchange, uh, which I've said is almost, you know, uh, ready for launch or completion this coming uh, November, yeah. we've had about 275 employees. Um, locally, they're on site as I'm speaking. There are over 50 emerging contractors that have uh, benefited uh, from the project. Malacheni, the same applies. Um, We've seen about 58 uh, SMEs that have benefited and are continuing to benefit Mm. uh, from this project. The same applies with Gap Maiden, 51 SMEs uh, that are between what the in construction called CIBT grade, CIBT grade one to four. Mm. We've seen 51 SMEs who, are, who fall within those grades participating in this project with about 213 local community members uh, being, being employed. So the locals are benefiting. We make sure you know, that we, we meet our transformation imperatives and, and transformation goals. Mm. We are still taking care of business on Rise FM with Sunrail's General Manager of Communications, Vusimona, on the N4 roadway projects which are currently underway in the province. Now, Vusi, beyond employment, uh, how else will these uh, infrastructure projects, once completed, then contribute to the province's economic landscape? You know, the N4 is a very strategic, uh, very strategic uh, route mm. uh, because, as I said earlier, it's linking us to Mozambique. Um, Mozambique has a very strategic port, a very important harbor. So we are moving a lot of freight uh, along that corridor. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, goods that are meant for export markets uh, are moving along uh, that corridor. So economically, a very strategic route. But also it's the gateway to a lot of our tourist attractions, Mm. especially in the low field. Um, As a country, we are placing emphasis on uh, tourism as our next goal. But if we don't have the infrastructure, no tourist would want to visit uh, South Africa and the low field only to be killed on its dangerous roads. 
So um, when it comes to tourism, the M4 um, is very critical. Of course, uh, the local tourism industry would say we have to pay attention to the feeder roads as well mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's well and good to have a brilliant M4 with no potholes, but what happens immediately you leave the M4. And, and we are engaging, we are debating this internally as Sandra, but we also want to hear the view of um, you know the local tourism industry. Some of us are very sympathetic mm. to the notion that uh, uh, the roads that lead to key attraction, uh, tourist attraction uh, sites must also uh, receive the kind of investment and attention that the national uh, road network is receiving. And I think Sandra is ready to engage and hear uh, that perspective. And before I let you go, it would be unfair for me not to ask this question. You are a child of the soil. You are from Bumalanga. So just to wrap up our conversation, any encouraging words for up-and-coming entrepreneurs? Yeah, my, my encouragement is, you know, there are opportunities. Uh, the opportunities are there. I think you have a, a sympathetic government. Um, you have a sympathetic, you have sympathetic state-owned entities who, by the way, are not just being encouraged by government, uh, the main shareholder, to ensure that small businesses uh, grow. It's not an encouragement. We are required by law um, you know, to make sure that we empower SMEs. Mm. So the aspirant um, business people should not lose hope. We are there, um, some of us, you know, to open doors, uh, to point them in the right direction. I was encouraged yesterday. I got a, a message from a local business player mm. who wants to get into outdoor advertising and was saying, Bubusi, um, please get me in touch with the person at Sandra who's responsible for approving uh, outdoor advertising that is facing your traffic on the national road network. Mm. And within two hours, I put that person in touch with the relevant person inside Sandra. So we are there to hold you by the hand and to point you in the right direction. Don't lose hope. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you very much. And that was Sunrise General Manager of Communications, Vusimona, on the ongoing roadway projects across Mpumalanga. Now, later on the show, we will be discussing how to split debt when getting divorced. It is taking care of business. You are with Zingisa Chiro.